the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. One of the axioms on this show is that if people lie to you, the reason why they do it is because they don't have a shred of truth on their side. I find that to be a pillar we can cling to amid the lies that have emanated from the cancellation of the Holly Drag Storytime drag show scheduled in Clintonville on Saturday. It was canceled, and the reason given for its cancellation, as I told you yesterday at the top of the show, by the people who were putting on the show, is that the Columbus police did not engage at all and try to make the event safe for those who were hoping to indoctrinate children into the hypersexualized ideas expressed by the drag performers. The cops didn't care. The city um, dropped the ball. And we told you that that was a highly suspicious take, given the fact that uh, noted police demoralizer Mayor Andrew Ginther uh, said that wasn't the case. Well, we now have a second city official saying the exact same thing that Andrew Ginther said, and and we have further insight into why the show was canceled, and all of it uh, meshes with something that's going on in Washington, D.C. at the Supreme Court, and uh, a battle that's raging around our country regarding freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is in the headlines, I mean, unless you're reading the New York Times and the Washington Post. Then it's not in the headlines, and you won't read anything about Elon Musk disclosing that Twitter moved to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. But generally, the future of our country, and I think we're at a tipping point in our country. I really do. The future of our country is going to hinge on whether or not we protect freedom of speech in the First Amendment. There has been over the past... Five years, ten years maybe, this idea that has festered like a wound that you shouldn't have freedom of speech if what you say offends me. Now, we would all love to go through our lives and peacefully coexist and not be offended by anything anyone else says or not say anything that offends anyone else. That would be... Ideal, but life's not utopia, and we are in a very, very, very partisan time where we no longer evaluate the effectiveness of policy in terms of helping us determine who we're going to vote for. We pretty much vote according to our preconceived notions that we're going to support this political party or the other. If you're a Democrat, you're going to defend Joe Biden to the hilt. I read a editorial this morning. It might have been there for a while. I just found it today. An editorial this morning on uh, the Dispatch website from a former colleague of mine, a guy that I really liked. We got along great. 
I don't know if we could sit and have I think we I think we could because he's a good guy and I like to think I'm a good guy and I love to engage in dialogue. But <clears throat> the views he expressed, I'm like, I can't believe he really thinks this about Republicans being the reason why we're on the verge of fascism in our country. And I want to say to him, what do you think about the censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story before the 2020 election. Like, are you okay with that? And my guess is from reading the column is, yeah, he's okay with it. Why would he be okay with it? This guy who previously worked with me at the Cleveland Plain Dealer, and we both were doing what we could do to expose, I don't know about corruption, but wrongdoing. In his case, he was a government reporter. He was trying to expose corruption. I was a sports reporter. I was just trying to expose things that might be going on behind the scenes that Ohio State didn't want disclosed. We were pretty much like-minded in our approach to getting the truth out there, no matter who it offended. Now, this friend has clearly come to the conclusion that the ends justify the means. And if the Hunter Biden story has to be censored, or if... Donald Trump has to be deplatformed on Twitter. It's okay to deplatform Donald Trump because he's a lot more dangerous to America than, well, I don't know, the Ayatollah in Iran. He can be on Twitter. Donald Trump can't. And so I see this kind of investment in partisanship. And the only thing that's going to fix it, the only thing that's going to get us through it before we come apart at the seams is if we agree that True things exist, and we have to embrace true things, whether they line up with our beliefs or not. And there's a big push now in our culture to be uber-tolerant and uber-diverse and uber-inclusive. And you know who has weaponized those terms better than anybody is the Alphabet Mafia, the LGBTQ, RSTUV, ideology. And that is at the root of this Holly drag story time thing in Clintonville. And that's at the root of the case before the Supreme Court with the woman in Colorado, Lori Smith, who owns 303 Creative, which is a website design firm. And she does not want to be forced to do wedding websites, custom wedding websites for LGBTQ weddings. Why? Because she's a person of faith, and she reads her Bible like I do, and it says that marriage is between one man and one woman for the purpose of creating children, providing the nurturing tendencies that moms have generally better than men, providing the protecting, providing skills that men typically have generally better than women. But that is the way God designed the family, that that is what God designed marriage to be. And she wants to glorify that. And she doesn't want her creative talents to be forced to glorify things that she thinks are in conflict with Scripture. See, Lori Smith, the Colorado web designer, and the people who protested the Holly Drag story show at uh, the Clintonville Church on Saturday, believe that A mom and a dad is a marriage and that kids need to be sheltered in that kind of an environment and that they should be raised by their parents. The culture out there now, including our presidential administration and 
any number of major corporations that donate to LGBTQ causes and wouldn't dare say or do anything that could be remotely criticized by the LGBTQ lobby, uh, they believe that freedom of speech should not extend to saying that your religious beliefs tell you that that kind of sexual deviancy is wrong. And they will use anything they can use, including lies, to compel you, to force you, to agree with them, either by your silence or eventually that won't be enough. You'll have to openly endorse it. So I find it interesting what Police Chief Elaine Bryant said yesterday, almost exactly verbatim the same things that Mayor Andrew Ginther said about the fact that police did engage with the drag show organizers and that they held meetings with them and that they promised they were going to have officers outside the church and plainclothes officers inside the church. Gee, that doesn't sound like the people from Red Oak Community School who were putting on this drag show are telling the truth when they say that, oh, the reason we had to cancel was because the police wouldn't engage with us and wouldn't offer us any assurances of safety. Well, this is what Elaine Bryant, the police chief, said. And again, Elaine Bryant, mm, she's not averse to calling out cops for things that might rub up against the city of Columbus's woke bona fides. She said days before the event, Columbus police were suddenly informed that organizers of the drag show were working with an unnamed community safety organization to provide security for the event and that Columbus police plainclothes officers were no longer needed inside the church. Okay. Columbus police were fine with that. All right. And the by the way, the organization that the the security organization the church was working with or the, the school that was putting on the drag show were working with is LGBTQ-owned and LGBTQ-staffed. They wanted their own people in the church. Okay, that's their right. It's their event. But CPD didn't pull out of the event. Here's what happened. Elaine Bryant said, The morning of the event, police were informed that the event was canceled. Why? Because of a dispute between the performers, the drag performers, and the organizers. Also, it wasn't because cops pulled out. Now, why did the people from the school putting on the drag show say that it was because the cops pulled out? Because if they tell you the truth about the fact that the drag show performers and the organizers of the event had some kind of a beef over something, who cares? That would forfeit the opportunity for them to tread on or trade on the sympathy that they hope to engender from the community by saying, Oh, we had to cancel our event because, see, the mean police wouldn't come and wouldn't protect us. Now, something happened in the lead-up to this event where a police officer was doing his job, as my guess is, how he was trained to do it. And so that's the only shred that the organizers of this event now have by which they can put forward their agenda-driven version of what happened. And I will tell you what that officer did and why it was not wrong next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So in the aftermath of the cancellation of the Holly Drag Storytime show in Clintonville, the organizers have accused Columbus police of not being supportive enough, not providing enough security. That has been disputed. Now on consecutive days by Mayor Andrew Ginther and by Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryant, neither of whom I would characterize as 
fully supportive of police. They are always looking for ways that they can say, yeah, the rank and file cop on the street didn't do their job. Uh, they were, you know, not caring enough, not feeling enough, not inclusive enough. I mean, before Elaine Bryant arrived, Andrew Ginther presided over a city administration that gave $6 million. $6 million. Tax-free, by the way. Settlements like this are tax-free. $6 million to people who were, they were harmed. They were harmed in the George Floyd-related riots in downtown Columbus in the summer of 2020. Well, if you gave $6 million away to citizens of Columbus who were harmed, I'm going to assume we put some cops in jail for that or we at least convicted them of some kind of criminality, right? Uh, No, no. In fact, only one of the cops accused actually went to trial and they were exonerated. You think it's easy to get exonerated? The jury of your peers in the city of Columbus, which votes heavily Democratic, all Democratic city council, Democratic mayor for how many administrations now? Democratic mayor, Like, like two decades. I don't think that's very easy for a cop to get acquitted. And other cases that were going to be brought against the cops were dropped by prosecutors. You know why a prosecutor drops a case? Because they don't want to lose. They don't want it on their record. So I bring all that up to establish the fact that neither Mayor Andrew Ginther nor Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryant, she wouldn't have been hired by Andrew Ginther, by the way, to replace the chief who was on the job when the riots happened. She wouldn't have been hired if she wasn't fully woke and on board with Andrew Ginther yet. Yet, both Ginther and Elaine Bryant have said that the people who organized the drag show are lying when they said the cancellation of the drag show was because the cops weren't fully engaged in keeping the show safe. No, we have today Elaine Bryant's statement and Columbus Dispatch reporting that the thing was canceled on Saturday morning because of a dispute between the drag show performers, and the organizers of the event. And yet the organizers of the event have gone through with these lies. Now, I'm not surprised, nor should you be surprised, that people who have extremely flawed character, and you have to have a flawed character to endorse or put on a drag show, that people who have a flawed character and no integrity would resort to lying to reposition a situation to try to gain an advantage. And so this is why they are grasping at straws. And one of the straws they are grasping at is that they have video. Oh, we have it on video of a Columbus police officer high fiving one of the proud boys who was there at the event dressed in camo. I don't know if this guy had a AR 15 around his neck or not. It's not a crime to carry a gun openly in the state of Ohio. So the cop high fives, the proud boy. And, well, there you go. The uh, activist alarm bells go off all over the LGBTQ community. They're rubbing their hands together gleefully, just like the Democrats were when the people stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah, man, we can use this to our advantage. We got a cop on tape high-fiving a proud boy. And when I first heard about this, I thought, probably a cop doing whatever a cop had to do to de-escalate a very volatile situation. And I'm a little scared because myself and Elaine Bryant are on the exact same page. Doesn't happen very often, but it happened here. Here's a quote from Elaine Bryant of the High Five. We understand how this looks and how this could make the community members feel. However, this was not done to show solidarity, but an attempt to diffuse a tense situation. Oh, 
What do you know? Turns out this police officer was mem- was a member of something called the Columbus Police Dialogue Team. Now, doesn't that sound like something that Andrew Ginther and the woke police oversight review board and Elaine Bryant and LaShawna Potts, her assistant chief, both from Detroit and their inspector general from Detroit as well, would come up with, you know what we need. We don't need more cops with guns. We don't need cops trained in hand-to-hand combat. We don't need, like, assault weapons or anything like that to defuse riots in the city of Columbus. What we need is a dialogue team. Yeah, baby, we need the dialogue team. So that person was there on purpose to defuse any frustrated individuals from either side. Correct. And while I hesitate to say this, because I know if the city finds out that the rationale, the dare I say, wisdom behind a member of the dialogue team saying whatever they have to say to whoever they're saying it in order to de-escalate a situation. I hesitate to say that that has biblical foundations behind it, but it does. The Apostle Paul saying, as much as is possible with you, live at peace with all men. Well, they'll eradicate that from the training manual of the dialogue team now that I've outed the Apostle Paul being the wisdom behind that particular tactic. That's exactly what this cop is doing. All right, these guys are getting a little bit out of control here. Let me come over. Hey, bud. Yep. yep. What do we have in common? Okay. Yep. Good talking to you, man. Boom. High five. Okay. Now, what we don't have, because we're not as good at twisting news events like the LGBTQ community is, what we don't have is a member of the dialogue team high-fiving one of the rainbow-imbued protesters there who think it's okay for drag show performers to cavort around and try to sexualize kids under the age of two who were offered free admission to this drag show. We don't have that on video, which means it may not have happened, or it may have happened and we just don't have it on video. Can you tell me, based on the things that you've been reading there, The first version of the story that I read over the weekend indicated that the performers were concerned for their safety. And I apologize. I don't remember which TV station's version of the story I was reading Mm -hmm. at the time or I would tell you which one. Yeah. Um, But they were concerned for their safety. So my question for you at this point is, and if you don't know, I apologize. At what point in the chronology of the event leading up to the cancellation was the internal – company, private security company that was pro the event and the group. Yep. At what point were they canceled? I'm 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 a little fuzzy on the the chronology of things. Do you know? I would assume I'm according to this story in the dispatch today, Mm -hmm. the event itself was canceled Saturday Saturday morning. morning. Police were informed the event was canceled because of a dispute between the performers and organizers. Okay. So I don't know I mean maybe because that private security firm was LGBTQ owned and staffed. Maybe they got a heads up Friday night. I don't know. Could have. You know, they're like-minded. Maybe they got a heads up Friday Mm -hmm. night. But it doesn't change the fact that these people have been lying about the cops. More of the same. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.